0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Rod Hemmer. I'm Janice. And this program is called Bible Discovery TV. We are discovering the Bible as we go through it from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22. And in five minutes, we're gonna talk more about this, Colossians chapter one, about the blood of Christ. It's gonna be very interesting. So stay there. Right now, here's Ryan.
1: All right, well, today I have a question for us, and it's this. If Jesus is the creator, as the apostle John declares, then how could he also be called the firstborn over all creation by the Apostle
0: Paul in Colossians 1.15. Oh, that that is a great question, Ryan. I look forward to that, Janice.
2: Well, if this is the first time you have watched this program in the last oh five days or so, I'm glad you've joined us. I'm going to have a very special guest to share my segment with today, and it's my sister-in-law Robin. It's your sister. Mm-hmm. Colossians one, nineteen through 19-29 For it pleased the Father that in Him all the fullness should dwell, and by Him to reconcile all things to Himself, by Him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of His cross. And you, who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If indeed you continue in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. I now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ, for the sake of his body, which is the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. To them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. To this end I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. Colossians chapter 1, verses 19 through 29.
0: Colossians 1 and 2, we continue to move in a direction towards the book of Revelation and the end times of the reading of the word of God. It's very, very good. Colossians one and two. That's what we read today. It's very interesting. You know, even though Paul, the apostle, he never really visited the church at Colossae. He wrote a powerful letter to teach and guide their thinking about faith in Christ. Now in the first chapter of Colossians, Paul opens with prayer and the word of encouragement for their fellow believers. He begins to teach them the importance of Christ's presence in their community and the power of the Spirit working in their lives. For in him all fullness of God was pleased to dwell. That's verse 19. The Holy Spirit is the evidence of God's presence working among them. Paul was concerned, as he also expressed in his letter to the Galatian church, that the Colossian believers would not become sidetracked with any other thing that is good teaching, but become focused on the good news of Jesus Christ, giving their lives to him, not becoming entangled again with the law. To be a Christian means that we follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, the law does not save us, only Jesus Christ and faith in Jesus Christ does. And that's what Paul talked about when he spoke of the Romans, spoke to the Romans about faith and the law. So this is a consistent theme in Paul's writing to the church. Very, very interesting. God's choices. Colossians chapter one, verses 19 to 29. Take your Bible guide and turn to it and let's begin December in this exciting way. And let's pray first. And remember. If you don't have a Bible guide, why not? We've sent the December guides out, but make sure that you get a hold of yours. You can write us, call us, or go to Bible Discovery TV and click on the Bible guide. It takes you to a page where you can download it and you can see it just as we printed it. Very important. But let's pray. Father, I pray today, as we look at this letter written to the Colossians, that you would help us to see exactly what you have said and what you've done in Colossians chapter one. Help us to understand so that we can change our hearts and get ourselves ready to understand who you are and to change our lives accordingly. Thank you, Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. And we said together, amen and amen. Amen means make it so. With that in mind, we go to Colossians chapter one, verse 19. Here is what the Bible says. For it pleased the Father, Capital F. So that means God. It pleased the Father that in him, capital H, all the fullness should dwell. And that by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Now, this is important. The blood of Christ is important. The blood of Christ spilled at the cross and was costly. It provided a way for peace between God and man. Thank you, God, for the powerful blood of Jesus Christ. When I was a little boy, I remember my mom, who lives in Ajo, Arizona, used to pray, and she would pray the blood of Jesus Christ on me. And I always thought that was strange until I came to know the Lord. And I begin to investigate it. The blood of Jesus Christ is powerful. It is a meaning that God's protection is on us. So keep that in mind. So when we talk about pleading the blood of Jesus Christ, we plead, we say, Lord, may your blood be on us. There's nothing more powerful than that. It keeps things uh, quiet that shouldn't be spoken out. And the blood of Christ is amazing. And Paul refers to it here. And he says the blood of Christ is that thing which we count on to remember Jesus as Lord. Very important to remember that. Now, Colossians chapter one, verse 21 says, And you once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works. Yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy And blameless and above reproach in his sight, if indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel, good news, which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. What's Paul saying? He's saying the good news or the gospel of Jesus Christ has saved us, not we ourselves. Not something we did, beloved. When we choose to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, he sends his Holy Spirit and changes us. Remember that the Holy Spirit of God, this is part of of our change. When, When we come to Jesus Christ, we say, Lord, I need you. But then we don't go on and live like we want to. We say, Lord, I give up my free choice, my free choice to make all these mistakes. And I need your help. Help me to choose. Help me. We, we invite him into our life to be the Lord of our life. Capital L-O-R-D, the Lord, the ruler of our life. And that becomes very important. There's a lot of so-called Christians who really aren't because Jesus Christ is not the Lord of their life. Very important to keep that in mind. Paul highlights that here to the church at Colossae. Now let's go back to Colossians chapter one, verse 24. It says, I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up my flesh. What is lacking in the affections of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church. Did you get that? His body is the church of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me for you to fulfill the words of God, the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints, to them God willed to make known what are the riches of of the glory of his majesty and mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we preach warning every man, And teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. To this end, I also labor, striving accordingly to his working, which works in me mightily. Now, Paul explains that living for Jesus Christ as Lord is the most important part of the Christian life. Did you get that? We must live our life to serve him and not ourselves. That's a hard one. We don't come to Christ because we can get something out of it. We come to Christ because we have nothing to give him of any value. We might be the richest person in the world. Doesn't matter. There's no value in riches to God. We might have all kinds of money and everything else. Doesn't matter. My talent doesn't matter. We come to God because we have need. We're not holy. and we say, God, we're not holy, we need you. Come into my life. I want to follow you. Be a Christian. I believe you died on the cross and rose again. I take you as my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hi, Rod Mm -hmm. Henry. We go through the Bible in one year. It's exciting. It's great. And you can join us by searching Bible Discovery TV on your phone. That's right. On your phone, your iPhone or your Android phone. And when you do so, you'll find the app. You can download the app and watch it anytime you want. Never miss a program right here on Bible Discovery TV. We'll see you there.
1: Well, it's time now to carry on with our Bible study, and today I'm dealing with an alleged Bible contradiction between John chapter one and Colossians chapter one. And here's the issue. The apostle John declares Jesus Christ to be the creator of all things in John one. But then in Colossians 1:15, the apostle Paul refers to him as the firstborn over all creation. So if Jesus is the creator, how can he also be born? Well, let's study. <music> Since the Bible's inception, it has been repeatedly challenged and falsely accused of containing many errors and contradictions. This is due to its offensive and bold message that we are sinners and can only find salvation in Jesus Christ, the human incarnation of the Creator God. One of the challenges posed by skeptics is this. If Jesus is the Creator as passages like John 1 reveals, then how could He also be the firstborn of all creation as Colossians 1 teaches? the bible without doubt does teach that jesus christ is the creator indeed in john 1 1 3 we read in the beginning was the word that is jesus christ and the word was with god and the word was god he was in the beginning with god all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made the bible also clearly calls jesus the firstborn over all creation in colossians 1 15 paul says He, Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. This alleged contradiction is actually nothing more than a misunderstanding of the phrase firstborn over all creation. While some believe it to mean the first created entity at a time near creation, this is incorrect. Indeed there is an actual Greek word for first created, yet it is not used here. The phrase firstborn over all creation actually is a title. Consider Psalm 89.27 where God says of David, I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. Though David was the youngest of his siblings, God assigns him this title of honor. We see this again with Joseph's younger son Ephraim, as he also inherits this title. Like these two men, Jesus also receives this prestigious title. These two scriptural examples reveal an obvious truth. Since David and Ephraim were not the first created entities, it would be illogical to conclude that Jesus was created just because he also received this title. Jesus Christ truly is both the creator and the one who inherited this title. So we can see here that there's no contradiction because the phrase firstborn over all creation is clearly a title and doesn't mean first created. And since Jesus was given this prestigious title, this means he will receive his father's inheritance, just as other firstborns receive their father's inheritance. Now, the question is, what is Jesus's inheritance? Well, it's the kingdom. Revelation 5 seems to actually document this transaction, because there, God the Father presents Jesus with a scroll sealed with seven seals. And the only document in ancient times that was sealed with seven seals was a will. So this would mean that the scroll is the Father's will to Jesus, His Son. It's Christ's inheritance. And once all the seals are broken and the scroll is completely unrolled, Jesus Christ receives His inheritance in full. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm praying that that day comes very soon. If you don't know Jesus Christ, I pray that you make Him your Lord and Savior today. He's ready and waiting, and He's the only one who can save you from an eternity in hell. So don't wait, do it today.
0: And you can do that by praying and saying this when you talk to the Lord. First of all, some people close their eyes to Mm -hmm. sort of lock everybody else out. But you simply pray and you say, Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross and I believe that you rose from the dead miraculously in the flesh. And I believe you're seated at the right hand of God. Lord, I need help. Because this sin is too much for me. It's overcoming me. I can't continue. Help me, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, you know, if you do that and you're serious about it, your spirit's serious, then God's going to change some things in your life. And you're going to see the Holy Spirit affect you. And that's a very, very good thing. So keep that in mind. Very, very important. Uh, Janice?
2: Mm -hmm. Well, we've had a very special guest, as I said, at the top of the program. We've been enjoying hearing from Robin. And some of you remember way back when on the program, when it was called Life Lessons, when Robin would do segments and also uh, a children's portion called Treasure Trove. And we've been enjoying some history uh, between brother and sister and how that uh, God really has been a very vital part of your life, both of you, and the word of God, and how that has transferred into both of our families, you down in Arizona, Robin, and us here in Canada. So I'm going to, I'm going to...
0: From Arizona. Yes, uh, take
2: it over, let you take it over. Eugene, your
0: husband, and you have three kids. Tell us the names of your kids again.
3: Derek, Sean, and Jessica.
0: Okay. And your husband, Eugene, you do something every Sunday. What is that?
3: We do a live stream Bible discussion with my husband and I, and anybody who wants to join us live on YouTube in chat, they can participate, too. We do that every Sunday morning.
0: And how do you do that on on YouTube? What do they search?
3: Uh, we stream it live on U- YouTube. You can just search my name. It'll take you to my channel, Robin Highskill. And uh, then the re put the replays for those who can't join us. We do put the replays on our website, EugeneandRobin.com, all lowercase, no spaces.
0: Excellent, very good. So eugeneumrobin.com. Well, Robin, one of the things that uh, we learned is that Dad taught us the 24th chapter of uh, Psalms, the or, or the 23rd chapter. Mm-hmm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, and all of that. And the Bible has become very important to us. Psalm 103 is one of your favorite passages of Scripture. And I would like to read you three verses or two verses today from Psalm 103 and I would like you to comment on them and give us what you think of them, okay? Okay. All right. The Bible says in Psalm 103 verse 10, He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is His mercy towards those who fear Him.
3: Hmm. This, that particular passage was really the key that when I um, gave my heart wholeheartedly, when I rededicated my life at 19 back to the Lord, that passage there was what spoke to me. Um, Because I felt like it's like, you know, I just have, I should have known better. I've messed up. And the psalmist cries out and says, you know, if I, I deserve I deserve anything, any punishment that you can give me, but you still are so merciful and love me so much that you don't punish me according to my iniquity. And that's a good thing. You know, you don't punish me or you don't let me suffer according to what I deserve. Now, what's interesting is we like that personally, but when it's somebody else, <laughs> Very often we want them to get what they deserve and more. And so that's when we have to realize that's why I like this passage of scripture, because the psalmist just he sits in that and just understands and realizes the mercy of God and accepts it. And then and if we can do that, then I feel like we can then allow God to work at other people's life and allow his mercy to love them back to wholeness again. Does that make sense?
0: <laughs> yeah, it does. It's, it's really important. Um, he says in verse 11, for as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. And, and the question is, Robin, when we think about the heavens and th- there's the new telescope that they put up, you know, and they can see stars that are like hundreds of thousands and billions of miles away. And uh, so it says here, for as the heavens are high above the earth, that's very high. So great is His mercy towards those who fear Him. That's amazing, Robin.
3: Yeah, it's 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 literally mind blowing to me. It's just like, if you think about it too long, too much, you're just like, I, I just. And I think that that's what it's supposed to be. We're never supposed to lose our wonder of how God is, and and very often I need to be reminded again and again what a a magnificent, huge, amazing, wonderful God of the universe that we serve that reaches down and loves us as much as he does. And and then that's where you get the humility from. That humbles you, I think. Um, And that's worship. To me, that's true worship is just being in awe of God.
0: Yeah. I like what you said when, when you talked about others and you said, well, when we when we talk about others, we like to see them get what they deserve, you know, because we're like that, aren't we? Well, they, yeah, I wouldn't do that. You know, of course. And then you realize, well, maybe I would do that. Maybe I am troubled. Maybe I should think that through. And, and it's really important for us, especially today in social media and especially on the internet, especially on television and radio, that we need to pay attention to that. And we need to ask the Lord, Lord, help us to hear that and my question is do you and i'm going to ask robin to pray for you in jesus name that we understand what you're or what god is doing and and you lord you teach us that lesson robin pray with the people and and just ask the lord to change their thoughts and their feelings to be like him
3: yes father i just thank you so much first of all for your love and your mercy that you've extended to us personally And I pray that you would give us understanding and insight that that same love and mercy extends to all of those, even those who have wronged us. You know what has happened, you know our circumstances, and you know exactly how to fix it. Please help us leave it in your hands and humbly walk your word and help us to trust you to know that you'll take care of it. And help us to see that just as you love us, you also love them and it is your will that even those who have offended us, it's your will that they come to a knowledge of you and that they come to know you like we know you. And I just pray, keep us in that mindset in the name of Jesus.
0: Yeah, it's really important that we hear God and he speak to you and uh, I just believe that especially today, right now, with everything going on in the world as it is. And we don't talk about it much on this program, but there's a, there's a lot going on. Uh, but we do pray and we ask the Lord to help us. And Robin, I want you to tell us one more time on Sunday at 10 o'clock Arizona time, that's one o'clock our time, six o'clock uh, in the UK. We're on the UK. Uh, hello, everybody in the UK, uh, three times a day. So tell us again what you do at that time.
3: 10 o'clock Arizona time, we do a live stream Bible discussion with my husband and I. You can access that on my YouTube channel. Just search my name, Robin Heiskel. And then the replays. If you can't join us live, that's okay. We put the replays on our website, also on our YouTube channel. And our website is eugeneandrobin.com, all lowercase, no spaces, eugeneandrobin.com.
0: All right. Very good. That's excellent. And uh, keep that in mind. It's very important. Do you remember, Robin, I, I remember... Uh, one time because we, we grew up, I just, your, your friend, Becky in Ohio. Um, yeah. th- I remember Becky and, uh, she was anyway, she was, do you remember Ohio when the tornado went through? Yep. And, uh, yep, sure do. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've been at se- several tornadoes. What was your position of that on the front porch at Valley Forge?
3: I just remember seeing the sky turn a collar and going, this is not right. <laughs> and running in going, everybody to the basement. <laughs> she ran, ran in the house and
0: announced to everybody in the basement. That was Robin. Robin. Then she, when she commanded, I mean, it was like, well, we better listen. So anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was uh, really interesting. And I recently passed by that house actually two years ago. And, uh, uh, they've made a lot of changes to the house, but it's very, very interesting, very good. Okay, thank you, Robin, and join us on the next program when we talk about this and more. Uh, but it's important to remember that God loves you. And as you work in the word of God, listen to the Bible and hear what the Lord says to you. And I believe what He said, saying to us today about our social media and about our radio. You know, you, you hear on radio so many times, the announcers say, we want your opinion. Your opinion matters. Well, yeah, it does. But it's God that we need to talk to first. We don't need to talk to everybody. We need to come to the Lord and say, Lord, what what do you have me say here? And let me align my heart with you. That's very important. So remember to pray today. Speaking of which, let's pray now. I just want to briefly remind you that we have a prayer meeting from 3 30 to 4 30 eastern time in the United States of America. We do that three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Facebook, YouTube, and Bible Discovery TV. Join us and give us your prayer requests. We love to pray for you. Today, we need to pray and let's pray this way. Lord, help me to know you. Help me to hear you and help me to have the courage to follow you.